Pose yourself, sir. I'm trying my best. Welcome to the Money Shop Podcast, where we take a look at what's being going on in the news, look at the strategy, and tell you how you can apply it to your business. That sounds like a tremendous podcast I want to listen to. I'm listening to it right now. What are we going to talk about now? Today, we are going to talk about dealing with negativity online as a business owner. Yes. So we thought that uh, social media as a business was way too broad. So we're trying to narrow it down. Uh, We're going to talk about negativity online because uh, this being recorded, what, a day or two after Women's Day, International Women's Day? It was on Monday, wasn't it? It was on Monday. Uh, Burger King did a fantastic advert in the New York Times. <laughs> they said there are women's places in the kitchen. Trying to be clever. I assume it was more to the advert. So what was the rest of it? Do we know? No, I think that was sort of it. Oh, okay, uh, cool. And it sort of um, inevitably blew up, which is probably good for them because everyone's talking about it. But they have dealt with a a fairly good outcry of shittiness online. So yeah. Let's assume that you're a business that has some level of sense and Human decency, <laughs> sort of awareness about yourself. So you're not going to do as stupid a fucking thing as <laughs> what Burger King did, but you are going to inevitably make a slip up online, and some part of the internet's going to come for you. And even you don't even have to make a slip up online; you just have to be a public, visible face doing something or anything. Yes. And there will be someone online that thinks you are a dick. Yeah. And so, how are we going to... How, how, as a business, could one deal with that? You had some... some. <laughs> I had some interesting tactics for Tactics, it. yeah. Um, so, first one is just ignore them and accept it's a part of A, life, but also B, business. And you're not going to please everybody. You can't be all things to all people. Some people are just going to have a bad day and want to take out on a random nobody on the internet. And so we'll just give you a shitty review, comment, whatever. So you just ignore it and be like, well, it's a thing, whatever, don't care. You can try and do the like kill them with kindness thing and just go back to them and be like, oh, yeah, sorry, blah, here's a me being nice to you. Yeah. You can go full batshit, which is my preferred option. <laughs> which where- is what- Seek out their weaknesses and yeah. assassinate them from a distance, essentially. I mean, not from a distance. You get all up on their business and you find out everything you can about them and then you systematically tear it apart in the hope that you can make them cry. That's not... I know that there's no wrong answers in these things, but that doesn't sound like a very good business strategy. I mean... Go fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah, I mean, <laughs> Here are all the reasons yeah, why you're wrong. Let me, let me tell you all these insecurities that you have, Roger, and why you're a terrible person. <laughs> I see how this works. Um, yes. <laughs> but no, yeah, it's not probably that sensible. Probably not something you can do if you're a bigger company. Um, but some companies have done it quite well. And I can't remember them. But I remember seeing these things online of like, oh, someone tried to troll whoever walmart or something and whoever their social media manager came back and was like yeah yeah but so's your mom or whatever and so they obviously not as in depth they diffused the situation by being a bit sort of sassy jokey yeah yeah and so i think there is degrees obviously of how much you kick off back but having some kind of 
well, no, fuck you. I'm going to stand up for myself. You're a dick to me, so I'm going to be a bit of a dick to you. Yeah. I think that is a legit tactic. Are there any other things you could do? So we've got ignore, be nice, be mean. Um, I guess one of the things you could have is um, no, no obvious output yourself as a company and have a group of people who are perhaps loyal followers come to your aid. So yeah. uh, a lot of the time we have this at Pi where some, we do something nice, we do something amazing, you know, new product, whatever. Um, and there are inevitably people who are, who's, who's sold shitty business about to be shitty about it. And even though it's like, this is genuinely good news. And they're like, yeah, but what about a thing that a thing? And, and, and it's $4. Why couldn't it be $3.50? Exactly. Like here's shittiness for seemingly no reason. Yeah. Now it's in none of, none of, no interest to the company to say, yeah, well, mate. Go fuck yourself. You know, like, <laughs> is that the, why I that, can't work for your company? That, that is the honest reaction of everyone in the company, which yeah. is like, oh, fuck off. Fuck off, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but what has happened... Sorry to everyone with kids listening to this, by the way. They've just picked up some new words. Social media. Um, <laughs> and Give us a review. <laughs> Not a negative one. Otherwise, Damien's going to come and assassinate your your four-year-old with like, <laughs> I've heard you can't draw well. <laughs> your shoelacing ability is subpar. Still wearing Velcro, you little dickhead. <laughs> Other people who are slightly older than you are cleverer than you. <laughs> <laughs> can't write in cursive. What a prick. Exactly. Sorry. This is my four-year-old's on social media. Although it does feel like they are sometimes. It does a lot of satire. So uh, there is this thing where we've got such a loyal following mm-hmm. of them that they kind of come to our aid and sort of say the hush Everything you wanted to say yeah. but can't. Which is very useful. But, and I would warn against this, is the, the level that, say, Elon Musk has got to, which is they are kind of cultish followers where he will say the most stupid thing mm. and then someone will go should the richest person in the world be saying dogecoin to mars and then all his followers would be like i will kill you <laughs> <laughs> i will hunt you down and dox you and then like that is not a good thing to have probably not because it's a toxic brand at that point where you're yeah. like no one can have a decent conversation about it without being called Soon to be dead. Yeah, like a crypto fascist or something stupid like that. You know, there is just... I, I'd probably warn against that tactic. Of having I, zealots. Yeah. I mean, probably not that big of a thing for most businesses. Well, I feel like it's it's a, it's capable to have a few. The thing is, it, Musk has got... All of them. 200,000 of them. Yeah. Whereas, like, you can even have just a couple of zealots and could have... Yeah. Get in the way. <laughs> um. But okay, so let's assume now as a smaller business, you've done something and you've got some bad reviews. What would you do? What would your go-to remarks be? So let's say you've got I don't know, a hotel or something and someone comes and leaves you a shitty one-star review. Two things. They just leave you a one-star review, no comments. And then someone else leaves you a one-star review with a bunch of comments saying why they think you're shit. So I guess I'm I'm 
always on the paranoia, which is like, if at any point you ask them to change or take down their review, they're just going to post the, the email part of you saying, can you take down your review? Yeah. Um, I mean, part of a review process is to get feedback. So if you are just going to go after any negative review because it hurts your image, then you're doing it for the wrong reason. You've got to go and work out why they had a negative experience. And if the conclusion is they just don't like your brand and they think you should fuck off, then that's the conclusion you can make. But really what you need to do is spend the time working out why they had a bad experience with the thing you're doing. So let's again, let's stick with the hotel thing. If someone's come along and said, well, I expected X, Y, and Z, and I didn't get any of those things, and this is why I think this place is awful. If the genuine response is, well, yeah, you pay 40 quid a night, then none of the things that we advertise, you, for whatever reason, expected that, but at no point did we say that was going to be a thing, and you're just bitching and moaning because you wanted something that we weren't offering. How do you respond to that? Are you in the camp that's just like, I ignore them then? It does feel like they're spoiling for a fight at that point, where they're like, mm-hmm. I don't think... As clueless as I think most people are, I don't think anyone's that clueless to be like, 40 quid buys me a five-star hotel or whatever. Whereas, you know, they are sort of looking for a reason to be negative towards you, perhaps. And that that is the, the hardest thing to do anything about. At that point, I, I'd probably say just ignore. Yeah. Because any interaction is suddenly like, well, I'm going to pick up on that word you used or I'm going to, you know, you know, they're going to find a reason to amplify it. So what about going the route of being super nice and be like, oh shit, sorry you had a really bad experience. If you want to come back, we're happy to give you gift vouchers for it or next time you're in the area, let us know and we can recommend a hotel that can do blah, 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 all the stuff that you've just said you missed out on that you wanted anything like that and going above and beyond to try and appease them, apologize to them or somehow make good to that person. If, because if they, if they do then come back and be like, no, I ate you, you're a bunch of bellends. Anybody else that's reading those review, if they look at, oh shit, there was a one-star review, let me just have a read of that. And they say, oh, this company, this hotel, whatever, has got none of these good things. But actually, to be fair, look at all the things they tried to do to make it right. They did a good job there. So, And then the other person just kicked off and went even more mental. That shows the person who left the one-star review was just a nutcase. So do you think, um, as you say, like, oh, a three-night stay in a hotel, if it's been shit, would win you back? You know, if I if you had a bad night in a hotel and someone yeah. said, sorry, you had a bad night in a hotel, come back in three weeks' time and have another night here. Like, do you think that would win... Like, those kind of things, do you think it would win you back? Or do you if think... If that was all they said, no. But if they're like, we're sorry you had a bad experience, the things that you've laid out as being bad experiences, here are... You know, it was a one-off. The chef was sick that day, so we couldn't do breakfast at the normal hour. So instead of a full English, yeah, you did just get toast and cereal. We're sorry about that. That's not the usual circumstances. So next time you come back, we could do whatever. Or if you get in touch, we could give you a refund to X percent to make up for that. If there's something that's addressable that someone addresses, then I'd be okay with it. If it's just like, I had a shit time because your hotel shit. I'm like, oh, come back and stay again. I'm like, no, your hotel shit. I don't want to. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess on the lower end of, I guess what you're, you're touching on here was like a cheap hotel is cheap. 
Mm-hmm. So like a cheap product that doesn't turn out to be brilliant. Okay, fancy high-end restaurants. Well, then, who does a shit meal? They burn your steak and overcook your potatoes and the beer's cold or warm when it should be the opposite. But that's a different... No, so if you leave a shitty review saying, I went to this place and here's a one-star review because they burnt my food and gave me bad wine and the service was awful and no one turned up. But part of their brand is built on customer service. Whereas, Mm -hmm. you know, cheap hotel is like, we just do cheap, cheap rooms. They are cheap, they are shitty. Some people might be upset about how shitty they are. I think at that point, if if you're working in a low margin business where... Like the idea of giving someone another free night. Yeah. That's your business model fucked if you give everybody had a shit night another night. So actually at that point, you're probably better off to say, I'm sorry you had a bad night. We'll, we'll see, never you see you again. We'll see you around, you know. And also like we were never going to see you anyway again. Yeah. Like so. I guess, I suppose my point is it's more brand reputation for anybody else that sees that review. Because yeah, whoever leaves you a one-star review, you're probably not going to win them back as a customer. But what you are about to do is have a public debate and argument with someone that other people will see. Which is probably best not done. Like, you, I don't think anyone comes off particularly well arguing with a negative review. Because no one ever argues with a five-star review. No one ever goes, hey, I'd like to hear more about how brilliant you think we are. What they do do is just go, we're brilliant as a five-star review. Yeah. So all they're doing is saying, like, hey, can you stop being shitty about us? You know, so yeah. it's it's... But that is the thing, isn't it? Because anyone who gives a five-star review is like, oh, here's a bunch of reasons why this place was great. Cool. Thanks for that. So sometimes you do see on, and I don't know why I keep on going back to hotels, but I suppose it's the one that I see the most reviews of. And so you will see in some hotels, they go back and go, oh, thanks for leaving a good review. You're super. We love your face. Hmm. And so they will comment, but they don't like say anything particular. But when it's a negative one, that's more likely to impact your business than a positive review. Because it's that whole, if you have a good experience, you'll tell, what, two or three people? If you have a negative experience, you'll tell everybody you walk past. So it seems like you need to put more emphasis on dealing with negative reviews than you do with positive reviews because they will probably get shared more, they will be looked at by more people, and they will be given a disproportionate weighting in someone's decision-making when they look at all of the reviews. I I agree with that. So here's here's bold strategy. Oh, go on then. You should question every review you get. Any piece of interaction you have, yeah. you should question. You gave us a five-star review. What would you do that for? No, so like, <laughs> our beds hey, aren't that comfy. Thanks for that. How can we be better? Should be the answer to everyone, not just the negatives. How about that as a, as a strategy? Or, not the five-star, because they've basically said you're perfect. Anything below five-star. No, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out and say every person that gives you a review should say, hey, thanks. Is there could we have improved this any, in any and way? Then, and then, uh, then at least you're building a reputation for someone who questions everything and not just negativity. Perhaps that's the thing to do, which is to cultivate a, a questioning attitude in general. I mean, surely the best thing is don't be rubbish so people give you a one-star review. But as we just said, there's an inevitability of it. Yeah. And, it's, and I suppose that is the biggest thing. And I suppose that's why, and it is my natural tendency to just be argumentative. No, unsurprisingly. <laughs> uh, but no, if someone gives a bad review or has a shitty comment to make, I know it's nothing to do usually with the service that they've got. It's just they're in a shitty place or whatever. And so nice people can put themselves in their shoes and not... 
I can't. So I'm like, you're a prick. You've just been a prick. I'm going to let you know I think you're a prick. Yeah. It probably isn't a sensible strategy for other people to follow. No, I'm, I'm saying. Yes. I'm, you, I'm everybody, with, you should I'm listen to my Roger. Brand, brand, brand reputation strategy, which is to question That is a much review. better one rather than starting fights with people on the internet. <laughs> and if it all goes wrong, Damien's available for hire to assassinate people from, from a short distance. <laughs> <laughs> Okie dokie. I don't know why we both suddenly looked over there, but... I like... I like that as a combination, which is the way you approach negativity does reflect on your brand. Yep. And perhaps there is a new, perhaps there is a way to approach it that means that negativity is, is not seen as uh, a chink in your armor, sort of a, a bad, um, a bad part of your social media strategy, whereas actually it's sort of all enveloped in the encompassing strategy of how you deal with the public. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Money Shop podcast. Join us again next time for more business strategies you can apply to your business. Whatever that might be. Yeah.